1: underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals get more cool facts about united healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com
2: hello you're about to listen to this week's episode of sofa cinema club just before we get started this is your reminder to go and follow or subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this podcast all the support is greatly appreciated now, it's time to enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith and as always I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepherd. Ben Bong <laughs> I knew it I was
3: fucking watching it last night and I went I fucking love it I know it's that it's the only surname it's isn't the only, it but it's the one Ben Bong yeah, ben I've got a new job Bong. I'm,
4: I'm Bong inside out too I think I you
2: should it. keep that you know Ben, ben Bong, Bong.
4: <laughs> do you know what I might change my name on Corey
2: <laughs> legally ben change Bong. it
4: Ben Bong
2: <laughs> <laughs> brilliant name brilliant The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the other to watch, then we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought. This week's film has been chosen by you guys at home, the audience, and it is Inside Out. But before we get into talking all things Inside Out, as always, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Before we get straight into that, quickly, apologies if I'm sounding weird, sounding off. We're on the old Zoom, aren't we?
3: Mm, Yeah, we're not in studio. And you're in
4: the
2: loo. Yeah. So it sounds a bit (laughs) echoey. Well, I'm in my curry dressing room, and I had to rush home to get all my stuff because I knew I was going to have to do the podcast here, and I rushed back to work, and I opened my bag, and I've left the key element for my microphone, so I've not got a mic, have
3: I? No, so you're just recording via the audio on, like, the laptop or something?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But you two are going to sound amazing, and I'm going to sound really weird. No, I don't know. I always sound a bit like I'm in a (laughs) loo. And you've painted your Zoom backdrop, haven't you? It amazes me and Jack now, because we obviously used to be on Zoom all the time, and we avoid doing it now, don't we? We try and get in studio and we can. But Ben's had a redeck, hasn't he, Jack?
3: I preferred it before.
2: (laughs) That's the first thing you said.
3: He's painted his office, like, white, basically. You know those
4: whites you buy? Off-white. Yeah, but it's like
3: something in it. Posh white Posh white That's what they
4: need to call it Posh white It (laughs) is white But posh white Um, Because it was dark blue before I liked that I know But it got a bit much In the winter
0: (laughs) What
2: do you mean? A bit depressing
4: You've only got a tiny light here Tiny, win- tiny tiny window, so he was a bit like... Anyway, I've gone for the refurb and the painting on the wall.
2: Yeah, I, f- I think the next time you do a live link on This Morning or Good Morning Britain, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's going to look great. <laughs> it is going I to... I could just see the producer going, and what quite is that picture behind you? <laughs> Seeing as we're a podcast and you can't see, just describe the picture, Ben. It's a naked man. Looks like that. It's
4: a naked man and woman, one... <laughs> With a bull's head and one with a horse's head. Wrestling. (laughs) My favourite.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, The big news, I guess. um, It's been a while since we updated you on our latest live show. So if you've you've missed the news, on Thursday the 11th of May, the three of us are going back on stage at the Lowry and doing Sofa Cinema Club live. And we put it on sale on Friday. Day the I can't remember I can't remember. It, it remember it was a Friday it was That's a Friday it, yeah. and well we were surprised at how quick they were selling weren't we
3: yeah basically uh, the stalls have virtually gone haven't there there's a couple dotted about there's about yeah a handful of tickets yeah, left b- in the store by the time yeah.
2: this episode's out yeah they're gone they're not gone yeah they're gone
3: but the dress there's still some tickets left in the dress circle yeah and
2: then. The gods, there's some tickets left in there as well. But, but you say the gods. really good seats. Yeah, yeah. The, the reason we picked this venue is because the three of us kind of scoured it out as yeah. the right place to do it. Because there's no such thing as a bad seat. Well, no.
4: there's no pillars. There's yeah. no restricted no. view. All good. Yeah.
2: And I'm I'm sure I'll get up there with my microphone. I think you will. <laughs> what I've secretly asked producer Henry is if you can get up there on like a zip wire. You know, like when Peter Pan flies, they've said they've <laughs> but, got that bit of set. So I was like, if we could use the cable and Ben could <laughs> go up on the cable to see people in the third tier, that'd be great. Yeah, so
4: get, get if you were thinking about, I know it seems a bit far away, mate, but... Get a ticket to avoid disappointment. Twenty pound plus booking fee on the Larry website on our socials. Easy to click through from a link on that. Just go and uh, book. You have a good night. We had a good time. We had a really good time last time, mm. didn't we? And we're
2: yeah, going to yeah. give a really good show. You know, like Ben said, now's the time to book them because we're expecting it to sell out, and it did last time, and people were left disappointed. So get online now, book your tickets, and the easiest way to do that is by going to com forward slash live. Right. So, what have we been up to? I've got an animal encounter. It's a, it's a, it's
3: a fucking big one.
2: Was it's it, quite big. Was it a woman with a horse's head and a man with a bull's head wrestling <laughs> each
3: other? Yeah, I'd be amazed if it was. No. No, so Monday, I'm sat at home and I'm, I'm watching... Um, what is it, Inside Out? Yeah, yeah. I'm watching the film. Yeah. And all of a sudden I hear, like, crying, like a dog cry. So I'm like, one of, the, one of the girls is trapped somewhere. So I'm looking, and all of a sudden, all their heads sort of, like, bob up, and they can hear it too, and all four of them, have got four dogs, and all four of them are with me.
2: Did you do the register?
3: Yeah. So I'm like, what... Well, Well, what is it? Because I can hear it and it's really close. All of a sudden, and then I hear like running. Like.
2: In the wall.
3: Like that. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, what's, what's that?
2: Rat attack.
3: I don't want to make too much noise in case whatever it is runs away. And I don't know what it was. So I removed my slippers and I put my boots on. Right. Hold on.
4: Make too Hang much on. noise! You've gone from slippers, which I think
3: are quiet. I'll tell you why.
2: Is this as a weapon?
3: Is this no? It's not as a okay. weapon. It's because I'm thinking what you're thinking, cause I'm thinking rat, and I don't want to be caught short in my slippers. And he goes up my trousers like. Okay. So I want to have. I want to have it's my like, big manly boots. It's on. like that. I li- it's literally. I've gone twelve steps ahead. Yeah, it's like
4: that's the rat plan. <laughs>
3: When you're young, so, you're tall. Yeah. What, you, what do you go
4: for? You go up the trouser leg. That's what you're waiting yeah. for. Like it's a known an thing. Th- yeah, awful. Th- went up his trouser leg, awful. Never saw him again. That's
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm thinking. I don't want it to run up my on to
4: do that, you've had to
3: tuck your trousers and your boots. In my boots, correct. Ah, very smart. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I do that quietly. Yeah. The chihuahuas have all fucking given up by this point because they heard the noise. They popped their heads up as though, "What's that noise?" and now they've gone back down to sleep on the heated mats.
4: Hang on a minute! Oh, fuel bill must be big here. Yeah, heated
2: d- mats. you can't. We can't just skirt over that heated mats. They've got heated mats. What, like a heated dog bed? Two share, um, and two
4: gone another. And what's uh, it like? Like our dog does that. If you put the
3: heated seat on, won't get out. Yeah, no. So they just learn that all day? All day. Oh. Yeah. Roost. They're only awake for like nine hours a day, two hours. <laughs> or eight, eight or nine hours. Anyway, we're getting anyway, off topic. Come on, so come on. the boots are on and I'm, I'm looking for a weapon. So I'm thinking, if I need to swing, okay. it's okay. in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> I can hear the, the noise. So I grab an hammer. I'm thinking, for, I'm going big time.
4: You've just got a hammer to hand.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm is. I'm going to need
4: my boots and a hammer please. Yeah. Are you always <laughs> ready for an attack? It yeah. sounds like you just, you sit there, you don't get a bed, one eye open. So you've got the hammer, the boots
3: on, hammer was there, I'm always ready. Yeah. And you go into the kitchen. I go into the kitchen and I'm quietly and I can hear where it is. It's under the kickboards, uh, you know, in the kitchen. I've had mice under there. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, right. So I get down low, Mm. and as quick as a flash, I I pull back (laughs) a a thingy, yeah. Yeah. And he scarpers. I see him, the little bastard. It's a rat. It's a rat. Big tail. (gasps) Big tail. Chunky. Not the biggest rat I've seen. It's not as big as that one that climbed on my back. Yeah, But it's still big. And I don't care what you say, if you see a rat, you think, oh, fuck it. Do you know what I mean? You just do. Because they're they're fast, and it's the speed.
2: Unless it's Daryl. Just remember that I've got history with rodents. Well, did, he, did he go to your trousers?
3: No, did he, bollocks? He runs away and he, he's running mm-hmm. back towards. And I'm thinking, where's he going? And I quit and I see massive hole, like the size of a dinner plate underneath uh, kickboards. Well, he hasn't made that. So no, he hasn't. Someone else has made that and not filled it in. Whoever's done the water meter, the cable for the water meter, the cables, by the way, a normal like phone charger cable. With, the hole is massive. But the hole is a dinner plate. So obviously, it can get through. So I look, there's rat droppings. I'm like, oh God, they've been having a whale
2: of a time. And he's obviously looking for food. Do you think it's a restaurant? Well, he's in the right place if he's in the kitchen, isn't he? Yeah.
4: All <laughs> <laughs> right, lads, where are you off? Ooh, you know, jack's house.
2: <laughs> Easy. He only eats once a day. It's a right pain. You have to wait. You don't know if he's going to have breakfast, lunch or dinner. And watch out when he puts his boots on. Avoid.
3: He's scarped out. So he's gone back down his hole. So I've gone, rat. So obviously I've taken pictures and I've sent them the family on the WhatsApp group saying, guess fucking what, Rat." So everyone freaks, don't they? They go mad. And they're like, what, what's happened? What's happened? And I'm like, I'll tell you when you get on. So they come on, I show them and they're like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. So as a temporary solution, I stuff foil down the hole to try and block and then I put like a paint tin on top of the foil so that you, you know you, you'd struggle to get through we ring the council ring the rat man rat man says right I'll be there tomorrow bye bye that's a quick turnaround, isn't it not private this is council man yeah you must pay for council guy though yeah you pay for it but it's 45 quid and you get three visits from that and he comes um, three times over the course of three weeks. Well, that's good. Anyhow, he comes in, rap man, clocks me straight off. All right, Platty.
4: Oh yeah, loves it. You know your way around. You got your trousers inside your boots. <laughs> All right,
3: Plats. Yeah. So uh, he's pissing himself at the foil, and he's going, "Who's done this?" I went, "Me." So he starts laughing. He says, "They'll get through that." Yeah. I mean, yeah they'll get yeah. get through anything. He says, "They'll get through concrete." Yeah. He went their nails and their teeth grow rapid just as like I do he says they have to bite in order for them to break down to regrow yeah because otherwise they'll just curl he went they'll, they'll just chew through anything they'll get through if it's a 50 pence piece they'll get through yeah he says what you can't do is block the hole you need them to come in to take yeah, the poison yeah. away and then go and then that's what happens and then just like Ooh. it'll just kill them all then <laughs> But yeah, so uh, he went, cheerio, I'll be back, I'll be back next week. See you yeah. thanks for coming. Thanks for now, coming. Did he, yeah. did he, he didn't
4: mention anything about the boots and the trousers, I'd be interested to
3: know. <laughs> no, he didn't, no, he kept bees, he says part time, he says I'm a beekeeper as well, he's got half a million bees, really interesting guy. Wow. How do you know you got half a million
2: that is, was... that is a good point. That is a good point. He starts naming that's, that's them all. What,
3: yeah, that's what he said. He says next time he comes. When people <laughs> have got bees, you know. They don't stick those things on. No, You know. I
4: know yeah. they just oh, no, no, be fine. Yeah,
3: but that's like those. That's like those fucking idiots that start knocking about with bears, don't they? In woods. Yeah, but I think bear, bees are pretty placid if they don't feel like getting attacked. I'm not mm. sure a bear is. <laughs> no. But what what other thing? He said, oh, he says, next time he comes, he'll bring me some honey. Oh, great. Those bees. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And I good. said, I it'll went, be good that. I said, what's the biggest, like, most amount of like rats? What's the biggest like yeah, find? you He ever, loves that question. And, yeah. Oh, and he yeah. said, um, he said, we went up to this um, like house in Scotland. It was. And uh, he said, <laughs> he said, we found 750 rats in two hours. Can you believe that? And he said, they were just, they were coming from everywhere. Basically, we had this digger and they just moved the digger on, on the house. And he said, it was like a volcano. They just exploded and ran from everywhere. And he says, we had pest control people like just... Oh my no words. ...hitting them all out of the way and everything. Yeah, it was, it was 750, he said. I went to a rat
4: temple. Where? India. India, yeah. I went to a pigeon temple, rat temple, monkey temple, and the rats when they get, there's loads and loads. Their tails get joined up and they become this
2: kind of huge. Yeah, king. That they yeah. have them. Um, they have them on the tube, don't they? Yeah. Like they call it a, a king thing rat. They have
4: someone who lives in the temple. And it was quite a thing actually to witness. It's it's all context, isn't it? That was the thing that they had the rats there, and it actually didn't feel that bad. But then in your house, in your kitchen, I suppose it's a bit
3: like. Mm. He was saying people's perception of a rat is like dirt and things like that. But he says, you look around, look at your house, it's clean, it's fine. He says, all they're doing is just opportunists, they're just coming for food, they're not coming for you know, anything else.
4: They're not coming for your willy.
3: <laughs> not coming for your willy <laughs> up your pants so you can not That's the bit that's about the whole story that pants.
4: I've loved is
3: <laughs> I fucking love watch it.
4: First off, trousers. Second off, hammer. Like you're meeting... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's like that lad from Yorkshire, isn't who does the ferret where, you know, when they put uh, the ferrets yeah, down yeah, their yeah, pants.
3: Yeah. yeah. And see how long you can last. If yeah, how long yeah.
2: can you put a ferret down? You put, Me record's five hours and 45, minutes. <laughs> <me. laughs> did you two ever have a scene with me and Daryl?
3: No.
4: Did you actually get the rat out? Loads. Did you? No, I think it was you kept it in your home because you only used to come into the bistro and eat the, the bar
2: snacks. But you didn't bring Daryl in. I had him in the Rovers once because we did this story where he'd gone missing so it was like I'd woke up one morning ready for school and I was like mum where have you put Daryl and she was like he's in his cage and cage is open Daryl's gone and um, it was one of them where someone was off ill and they had to rewrite a story quickly to like put in Um, and this health (laughs) inspector was coming to the rovers and obviously where's Daryl escaped her I've already told the story on the podcast about Rocky Rocky 1 that went
4: missing the hamster I think so. Remind us. Maybe I have that my son had Rocky. Rocky one. There's Rocky one and two. Isn't this quite a sad story? Rocky two was a bit sad. Oh, okay. Rocky one was all right. Rocky two was a bit sad. Rocky one we had for a while and went. Do you mean went? Well, when you know when your kids are young, you you, oh, you, right. you have the hamster, don't you? And then they think, oh, I'll take the hamster out. And I'll just pet him and be with him. And then maybe I'll take him up to my room. <laughs> and then they fall asleep, don't they? And Rocky was off. He was like, do, do, Trouser leg. Looking for a trouser leg. Anyway, we, he went and getting downstairs. And my son came downstairs. A bit like you, Colson. Daryl gone. He went, Rocky's gone. I said, Rocky's gone. I said, but obviously I went to the cage. The cage was closed. And I'm like, God, he's good. He's good. How's he done that? Um, and we had this whole thing, questioning thing. How did he got out? I don't know, Dad. I don't know. Anyway, he, he went for three weeks. And I was like, oh. And we kept getting the question. I thought, oh, I've got to get another hamster, I'm going to have to say. And I was in the kitchen. <laughs> I was cooking a hamburger. And Rocky came out. He'd lost all this weight. Oh, He came God. out, he was obviously hungry. Oh. I rescued him, put him back in the cage. Fed him. But he came out from the kick plate as well. Looking for it, it's the way the burger brought him out. The burger smell, <laughs> and he came out <laughs> with feed me, Is it a Five
3: Guys? And it was me cooking it
4: sweet. But Rocky survived for another two years.
3: Oh, that's good. Oh, wow, that's good. That good. We got Nyla some goldfish. Did I tell that goldfish story?
2: They don't last long, do they? First pair. Are we talking actual goldfish? or Are we talking fairground goldfish? I can't remember because a fairground goldfish. You're talking a week, if that.
3: Well, these didn't yeah.
2: even get past that
3: because I, I, we ran out of fish food, and I thought I went well, the fish. I went just give them a bit of fucking bread. So <laughs> I put, I put, I put a bit of bread in, in, um, goldfish bowl. Just a little, just a little <laughs> sprinkle of bread, right. <laughs> <laughs> And then I went off. I, I, I've gone off. I've gone to work.
2: Come to work. I've
3: gone back. Have you ever fed a goldfish bread? Jesus. Once they take, they fucking blow
5: up. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They blow That's up. Like terrible. A,
3: That's terrible. Like, so... like it was what? a day, Like
2: it was once yeah (laughs) summer holiday
3: blow up like a balloon I think it lasted about a weekend
2: once in the school summer holidays we used to have a pond in the garden yeah and I was just playing in the garden minding my own business and I was playing with bubbles and I've ran out of bubbles so rather than rather than going into the kitchen or to the hose like how far I'm at the pond I might as well just fill it up, mm. so I've gone to fill it up and I've dropped the bubbles <laughs> in the pond <laughs> literally, I've had to go up to my dad's office, I'm like 8 years yeah. old <laughs> something's happened to <laughs> <laughs> the pond it's always
4: that one with kids though, isn't that. it, it's something's <laughs> happened I don't know what's happened, like when Rocky <laughs> went but the cage was closed, well I don't know either, and he's come down to the pond and gone, it's a complete fairy liquid,
2: we're talking <laughs> foam <laughs> over half the garden neighbours out going what's happened don't know
4: (laughs) did it have a pump in it yeah it
2: must have done must have done dead do you know what he rescued every single one did dad he was rapid but basically I had these plastic drawers in my bedroom and as a punishment he emptied all of them onto my bed and the plastic drawers were all over the lawn and he just was scooping water out. It's not punishment, he's saving
4: the fish. I like the way you've twisted that. As a punishment, he saved the fish with my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, as a punishment, he used a hose to put the fire out. It's like, it's like well, yeah, he's saving the fish. I never, I never forgave him for that. I'm, I'm sure he'd turn around going, you fucking arse, you've put very liquid.
2: <laughs> were they good fish? As well, like cars. Yeah, I, I think it may have been the old koi car. Yeah, oh, they're pricey. Mm. Yeah, koi you don't Yeah, they are. But
4: you're feeding goldfish, Jack, like they're ducks.
2: I, I just <laughs> thought fish bread. Everyone eats bread. That's logic.
4: As if a fish in the sea goes. Oof, what do you fancy? I'd love a bread.
2: But
3: have Good. you ever been abroad and you've given?
2: No. I think we should try and up the mood now. Do you? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And I've got the perfect way to up the mood. Because every time we have an audience choice film, we welcome a fourth member into the podcast to give us our synopsis. This week we are joined in the studio by Angela Dara, who lives near Derby and has asked us to emphasise the fact that she lives near Derby. So I think that means she's not in Derby. Near Derby. She is surprised that the random generator chose her film and she's told all of her mates to listen out for her moment of fame. And she has actually said if she was rating Inside Out, it would be a 9 out of 10. So she's clearly fond of the film. Angela, all your friends are listening. This is your moment. Welcome to the studio. Let's have your synopsis.
0: Hi, my name's Angela Darrow and I'm doing the synopsis this week for the film Inside Out. This film tells the story of Riley, who's a young girl who travels with her family because of her dad's job changing and she has to leave behind friends and all of her life that she knows. Now, through her life, she has got in her head five key emotions, joy, sadness, fear, anger and disgust. And each time anything happens to her, you have a little flash into her head with these five personalities that all react accordingly depending on what the situation is Whilst she is moving across and getting settled in her new life she realizes that it's not quite as as happy and joyful as it was in in minnesota and it then tells the story of how her head changes the emotions change and along the way understanding what's important hope that's great enjoy the film
2: you said, Jack, it was going to be a hard synopsis. Yeah, and I, I just just as she ended it, I was saying, "Get out, get out, end it." I f- I think teed it up.
4: I feel she got a strong start, and then mm. I feel like we lost a bit of we lost a bit lost a bit of breath in the second lap.
2: Couple of ums, couple of ums and one. It
3: wasn't as polished as what some people are. Because I mean, listen, when we do a synopsis, us three, yeah, we're just having a go, aren't we? There's no prep, it's just, I'm just, me, I'm just rolling with this. And I felt like hers, like she had a bit of an understanding, mm. but I think she was rolling with it and I quite liked that.
4: Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. strong start, strong start, run out of breath for me at the end.
2: So tough. it's tough. It, 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 Angela, <laughs> I, know this, I know this is your moment, I know you've told your friends to listen, but it's a tough old industry, this, to crack. Oh, well, no, we're not mucking around. It's judges'
4: houses. We've nipped the first bit, where everyone's turned up.
3: I'd say that's possibly one of the most difficult synopsises, though, to try and to try and tackle. I think, I think you'll find
4: everything everywhere all at once is a hard synopsis, isn't
3: it? Inside out.
4: Yeah. Girl with thoughts in her
3: head. Yeah, but it's the thing that the main protagonist is the thoughts. It's that as well. What
4: would it? your synopsis have been, Ben? Girl comes to terms with losing her childhood.
5: Well,
3: I don't think it is, is it? <sighs> Fucking hell.
4: She has to let him bing bong go, doesn't she? Girl comes to terms with sadness Just turned
2: it into some Oscar winning masterpiece eh? You turned it into a boyhood <laughs> Okay she did well She did well Well thank you Angela for joining us And yeah I, f- I think you have teed it up nicely there um, So interestingly I wonder if Angela was in the group of girls from Derby Who came to the live show Because Inside Out took number one in the top five didn't it Jack?
3: Top five tier gym,
2: yeah. it was, wasn't
3: it? Or was it number one?
2: Yeah. that's what Jack had oh. I forget you were upset because of Champ apparently Champ Klan Champ that is a real one at the end
4: is it a tearjerker were you crying at the end both of you of Inside Out
3: it's Bing Bong it's not the end it's Bing Bong oh Bing Bong
4: disappearing and going yeah. you're going to make it this time yeah I like Bing Bong favourite character it. yeah I don't like happy it gets on my, gets on my nerves
2: I was expecting a tearjerker you because of what Jack had said, no, this no is his hadn't first time, first time. No. and I was expecting a tearjerker. And I text Ben, and I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, "I'm going in. I'm not quite sure." And I thought he was going to ruin me, but actually, Jack, it, I did. It didn't. No, no. It's just that one bit. Do you know what? That wasn't the bit that made me sad in terms of this film. The bits that got me in terms of this film was I thought it was really clever. I don't know if this is deep. I thought it was a really clever way of showing the insides of a working brain and somebody growing up and the challenges and the shit bit of life. Yeah,
3: yeah, interesting. So basically, the writer-director got the idea for this film through his own life experiences. Or his own daughter. It's his own daughter it's sort of based on. Her growing up, going through adolescences, that type of thing, turning into a teenager... It's basically his own experience, and he had to move. He's originally from Minnesota, and he had to move from Minnesota to California to, uh, to work work with Pixar. So it's hi- it's about him. It's about him. It's about him, and he's the writer-director of um, Monsters, Inc. Okay. And then he did Up, and then he did this.
2: Crikey, big guns. So Pete dotter has got a fair few.
3: Yeah, he's done Monsters, Inc., um, Up!, inside out and then he did that soul soul
2: i really like that he did
3: that so he's done four films in 20 years he's been working for him for 20 years and he's done four films so i was thinking that's how long it takes to make these films they're not something that they just churn out it takes about five years for him to make one he says as soon as i finish one I'm on to the next and then I you don't see anything come out for 5 years and people are like thinking where have you been and it's like dude I've been working on this film that's how long it takes for it to come out
2: I mean Pixar are extremely clever aren't they you know we often see the easter eggs of other films into other films and like when you sometimes think about the time frames of some of them it shows how big and long the processes of making? Yeah, exactly. Well, better,
4: even worse than the old one. In the old days, where you had to draw it by hand. Wallace and Gromit, Play-Doh. Look at that. It takes you ages. T- that would take you a long time. What are you up to, Play-Doh?
2: Oh, Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> You've rum, rum, do there. Get your iPad out. Just think, you know, Monster House being the first know, ever yeah. animation. Look how far <laughs> we've
4: come. First, look how far <laughs> yeah. we've
2: come. What
4: was amazing about Monster House is how much they fucked that up. Now we've got much better, much better films. (laughs) But I mean, I tell you what, you would just putting into that time frame, Mm. you would be gutted if it didn't do well. You've put in five to six years. I mean, imagine if it's not absolutely tight.
3: But I took my daughter to see Inside Out. Yeah. And next year, Inside Out 2 is um, scheduled to be released that would be 10 years
2: yeah wow yeah. yeah and that's if it gets released then that's if it gets finished yeah my daughter saw it as well I told my,
4: she was talking about
2: it today actually
4: oh she already seen it she saw it when we, she was young but she you like now she'd seen it yeah but now she's older it's funny how it's changed for her
2: well this is my question for you two because you, you've, you've both got kids so watching this film first time obviously and Pixar and Disney are very good at making films for kids, also relate differently for an adult viewer. Yeah. Now, me watching this film and seeing it as the truth of the inner workings of the human brain, is that how an adult should view it?
3: Yeah, it's interesting because they show little little things that happens inside Riley's head that happens in everybody's head.
2: Well, it's her growing up, isn't it? How does a kid view it?
3: I don't know whether
4: fully a kid gets the intricacies of, of the, the bigger theme of basically you have to interwe- interweave all emotions into your life to become an adult. You can't just have sugar. You need all of those emotions to make. The com- it's talking about complexity of emotion, isn't it? That's what it's talking about. And as you get older, you have to work out the complexity of emotion. Mm. not just your parents or whatever. So I don't think they get that. I think they get an adventure to try and save the girl and happy trying to get back. I think they get that element and they get bing bong letting her go. And I think they get that. Do you know what I mean? Um, But I don't think, and interestingly Paloma talked about it and sort of rolled her eyes and went, I think now she sees it as a bit simplistic, like, now she's older. She, she's going. Yeah,
2: it's not just that simple. It's it's a kids' film telling that story, isn't it? And I guess it can't really delve. It, from my opinion, I don't think it could have delved into it much more than what I did. No, I think you're right, Cosin. Sort right, of
3: saying, growing up, it's okay to be sad sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Because Joy's just got it in her head, inside Riley's head, that you have to be happy. Sad is useful. Yeah. It, it can not appear. It can
4: appear. It can appear like you don't want to have that. But all the emotions have a re- like what it shows you at the very end is all emotions have their place. So anger gets so angry, he smashes the window, doesn't he?
5: Yeah.
4: So all emotions have their place. It's understanding them all, isn't it? Um, and the youth, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think it was the first time, probably, an animation apart from Monsters House, dealt with really quite significant thoughts it goes beyond an animation into actually something that's quite significant for all of us dealing with it reminded me of my childhood when i moved from birmingham up to newcastle and how i felt you know all those things yeah is it too simplistic now have we moved on again like me and jack were talking about kids films 214 or so okay take the young colson watching monster house that seemed to you, it was the, obviously the first ever animation, and you were like, oh, this is amazing, it's an animation, it's about that. Then we get to one side out at 2.14. Now, we're, I think we're getting to more intricate animation first, because I think Soul is another step up, isn't it? Is
2: Soul about dealing with grief? Yes. It's the, the jazz player, yes. Jamie Foxx.
4: Yeah, and I think Soul is a jump up again, isn't it? So it seems to me like what... What you can deal with in animation, what people are dealing with in films, is sort of, it, it, it has to be a bit... Look, think, Snow White the Seven Dwarfs. You start mm-hmm. off with that story, and now we've got some really quite complicated themes, haven't we?
3: The same guy, this Pete Doctor, he worked on Wall-E as well, before uh, and wrote and directed Up, as I've said. And they're similar. I like the opening five minutes of Up, when his wife dies, yes, remember? yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's sort of like... It, Yeah, it does hit you.
4: There's something about animation, isn't it? Because the picture you're seeing is, especially with like Bing Bong, the picture you're seeing is quite fun, but the emotion behind it is quite sad. When he starts, his arm disappears.
3: Well, it's because we've all probably had at some point, either you've had an imaginary friend or you've had a friend who has had an imaginary friend. So you know that kids have them, yeah? Yeah. And then as you grow up, you don't have them anymore, right? And this is just an interesting thing of go, what actually goes on in your head? He actually gets forgotten about, and that's the end of his life and It's quite sad, and it's something that I never thought would be interesting to see or think of. it, it was just I, I thought it was really cleverly done,
4: yeah,
2: and there really are with animations, no rules no you know so if you tried to do that film as you know a live motion film. It it, it it wouldn't work. I think the beauty of animation is that there's no rules, so you can't really go wrong. So, for example, The Imaginary Friend, Bing Bong makes perfect sense. The, the, the way they show the brain and they show the core memories and they show other memories and they show dropping off a cliff, the memories that are forgotten, seeing, you know, because yes, you do forget things and you forget key moments, you know, friendships falling. Although I did think with
4: this podcast... We pull back bits of our childhood into this podcast, don't we? Mm. So when we're in this podcast, we're in that really funny young phase, aren't we? That's what I think. Like we pull that out of ourselves. Like we don't really go into too much detail about whether we've had a bad week or something like that. We pull out the the fun bits. So you have to have you have to be able to access those still. I'm the only that's the only part of the movie I was questioning whether. Actually, is it important to keep that inner bing bong, that inner part of you that was a kid? I think it is for us because we're actors. So I think it is important to keep that inner child or else you turn around and go,
2: what am I doing? I'm I'm pretending to be someone else. And the three of us are quite, you know, the three of us are quite in tuned with the way we feel about, stuff and situations anyway so I think you kind of take you know you, you take your life experiences to kind of help you with that don't you whereas I know not not everybody is but I don't know what I'd, I'd like it, it, it might be an actor thing that we, we you know we, we're quite socially aware of how we feel about certain stuff and how you know like I say because Jack had said in my head, bing-bong, dying, I thought that was going to be the thing that upset me. But it wasn't, you know, and it did upset me in the film, and it was kind of that moment and the thought process of relating that to Coulson. Not necessarily, you know, in a situation moving away, but in the situation of uh, growing up, getting older, the way you look at life changing, and you know you you do go through some shit and when it feels shit it feels shit and you know it it, it was just a very interesting way of portraying it i thought it really was because it shouldn't have it should it, it shouldn't have worked but it did because it was animation i imagine it had been a
3: difficult pitch yeah so i like, imagine i mean it's it's him basically giving the synopsis of the film isn't it to disney and yeah but I suppose, I suppose after
4: a while, they've heard every story. So yeah. you're going to have to bring something else to the table. Maybe that's how it would. But I think you're right. Quite a risk to go, well, it's about this girl coming to terms with her emotions. And that's the animation. I think my point
2: just then that I didn't get across very well, I think, is I don't think it's just about a child coming to terms of her emotions, I think it's relatable probably for every age, which I think is what you were asking. Well,
3: it is because it shows you what's going on in mum's head and dad's head, doesn't it? It shows you that they've all got the same... I thought that's really cleverly done at the dinner table when she goes try and get try and get his attention. Yeah, try and give him the eye, yeah, and then yeah. it goes into his thoughts and all. Everybody, all of his emotions are doing something completely different. Completely one's different. reading the paper, one's on the phone. You know, they're all di- and they go. Oh they my watch God, the game or something. They yeah, yeah, yeah. And They're like, she's looking at us.
2: What does she want? What did we miss? <laughs> and Jack, you sent us a cheeky little message into our chat, to and you mentioned Inside Out too, didn't you?
3: Yeah, Inside Out Two is meant to be released next year.
2: And Are we expecting that to be Riley yeah, as twenty? No, what are we expecting? It's
3: Riley. At the end of Inside Out, remember it? Uh, you see that the keyboard gets bigger, doesn't it? Yeah. You notice that, and then she hits the, bo- the the boy stuff is coming. There's yeah. a big button that says puberty, and they're like, "What's that? What's that word?" And they're like, "Oh, forget it. It's not important." Um, And obviously she's becoming like a teenager, isn't she? And I think the last line is, um, Riley's 13 now or something. What could possibly go wrong? Which, obviously, a lot can go wrong. A lot can go right, but a lot can go wrong. So I I thought, when I watched Inside Out 1, I was really eager for Inside Out 2. And it just never came out. And it's because I've learned that they take so long... To make, I suppose also maybe they
4: felt that it's 10 years, so it's double the time. I suppose you've got to want to write it. He's not going to want to go into number two, is he, straight away? Oh, God, no. Because I've spent a long
3: time in... I've done five years on this. I'm going yeah. to do somewhere Else in Between, which he has. Yeah. He's done that Soul film. Yeah. And now he's, he's, he's gone on with doing this. Yeah, he's gone on with this. But fair play. So it's, yeah, it's basically Riley and the Teenagers...
2: Well, we're just going to have our 10-year break now, and we're going to play you a little advert, and then we're going to come back and see what project we've got for you.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus...
5: Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.
2: We're back. Not come up with anything in those 10 years. (laughs) Just sat, blank piece of paper, scratching my head um ratings price you can start us off this time He never does
5: Uh, yeah
4: rarity a rarity i started off to film i think it was a bit shit (laughs) um i i thought ah this is good i saw this with my daughter then it got my tit it got my nerves you know what i mean and then it got out into a bit more abstract stuff and then actually bing bong got me bing bong got me i wasn't expecting it but i got a bit teary and then at the end, actually, I thought, oh, it's really quite good. So I went to all... Not, it's not my favourite animation. I think Monster House is up there. It's probably one <laughs> of my um, <laughs> I preferred so Soul. I thought Soul was a better thing
3: I haven't seen that.
4: Yeah. I think it's, worth a while. I think it's worth it. I really like that. It's good. It's fine. Fine.
3: No, I don't think fine
2: five. I think I'm just going to go... I
4: think it's seven.
2: Steady away. Steady away. Way. Steady away so. Seven for me as well. Straight out there. Join you Yeah Seven for me as well I think The, the bit that I liked Is like, like Jack said That lasting note Of um, Riley's 13 Now what could possibly Go wrong You see You see All the emotions And the inner workings Of the head thinking We've got over this now Everything's going to be okay In every single situation And you keep seeing them and the reality is that you're constantly learning, you're constantly developing, you're constantly getting better, you're constantly having challenges and that was what I took from it. So maybe different to you, Ben, I did, you know, I I wasn't that asked when she was trying to get back into the head. I was more asked about, I think, that second subcontents of what are we putting into the head and what do we want to kind of...
4: Maybe because I'd seen it before, I thought, yeah, 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 I know this, I know this, but yeah, I know, Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's, You've only got so far two can take you. you ne- you're going to need, I yeah. don't know, more emotions. Or will that have more in there. What do you think, Joe?
3: I'm going to go... I'm going to go quite big. I'm going to go
2: 8.8. 8. Wowzers. Big um, guns.
3: Just because, Ben. I, I mean, I I saw this with my daughter in the cinema when she's like five,
2: mm. right? Is that six. is that a key memory for you now? So it's a, <laughs> so a core
3: cool memory,
2: right? Okay. So, um... I, 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 I just
3: think all the way through, I'm never bored with this film. I can always put it on and I always laugh. I laugh at Cloud Town and he goes, hey, and he goes, forget it, Jake. It's Cloud Town. <laughs> makes me laugh. There's loads of knocks till like, I, you know, lava when the, you know, the don't step on the floor, there's lava. It just makes me laugh all the way through it. What are we giving it? 8.9, I think I said, didn't I? 8.8, 8, 8. you 8.8, 8. 8, 8. 8. 8. you gave The Deer Hunter 8.3? I'll tell you why. <laughs> I think it's very good as a Disney film. I think it's 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 not in the nines. It's not a toy Story. It's not a Lion King. It's not up there. But I think it just falls short. But I still think it's a very good, very good Disney film. And it's fun for all the family. The only thing it's missing is is music, I think. But
2: yeah, 8.8. <laughs> 22.8, is that right? I think that's fair. Before we like move on, Bing Bong. Did you two ever have an imaginary friend? No, I didn't. I thought it was a
3: waste of time. I couldn't be
2: asked.
4: Ben? There was no Bing Bong running around, I think there was too many... I had way more things going on in my machine than they did. Nyla's got a Bing
3: Bong teddy.
2: Oh, really? Has she? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Half dolphin, half elephant? Candy floss, isn't it? Candy floss, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, next week's film is to be chosen but It's me, isn't it? Is it you? Yeah. Before we find out what I've picked for us to watch next week, Jack... You're on fire with them at the moment. Do you think? Netflix has t- gone up since you started The sh- gems, them out. The gems are on a comeback. But I know really? what you do with
3: gems-wise. It's not hidden anymore. It's just top oh, one God. top one gem. This one is quite hidden, actually, to be fair. This one okay. is. Okay. This is a Sky documentary. You can also get it on Now TV. Two parts. Um, I think they're about 90 minutes each. It's a documentary about the opioid crisis in America. Do you remember that dope sick? Um, Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So the family that were behind, like, the pharmaceutical company, the Sackler family, who made billions out of opioids and everything and completely hooked the whole country on them, um, it's basically about them and, like, how they rose to where they were, the downfall... What opioids are doing now? Really, really good doc. I've watched one app. I haven't watched the second one, but we all sat down as a family and got told about it. And yeah, that's really good. So that's on Sky Documentaries and also on Now TV. Crime of the Century, it's called.
2: Nice, um, big film. I went big last time dinner. No, oh, no, every time no, no, no. You
4: say your choice. You go big film. Monsters no, no, two.
2: it's not. Um, <laughs> we're not. No app. I'm kind of big film, big film, big. steering away from childhood wholesome, and I'm going big film, A film I loved, tear jerker, high tension, <laughs> Oscar winner. Oh
3: hello, oh hello, Coda. Ah, ah okay, great.
4: I You've not seen, seen it, have you,
2: Jack? I've seen it. I haven't seen it, so I'll look forward to that. It's very good. It's very, very good. I need a piss. I'm going to have to go now. I've been trying to wait for Et, but I'm going to piss well, why myself. Why don't you finish this? Just I can't. I'm going to piss myself. Piss yourself and then say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Patreon. To yeah, do. no, yeah, but just, just say, say goodbye. End, say goodnight. Goodbye, Jack. I'm going. I've been holding this. alright oh. you go. We'll Bye. say goodbye because that's the end. You go for a wee. We'll <laughs> say goodbye. It's gone now. It's gone now. It's gone now. It's gone now. It's gone. It's He's gone, gone past the threshold. Yeah. I um, don't it's want to do just that. Just dribbling for you. <laughs> yeah, you're not meant to hold it. Yeah. Look at me. I've got red go hand gone. Go on. peace. Go on. Right. No, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Right, I'm back. Okay, okay. I'm here to finish my job. Seeing as Ben quit, I can't go to the toilet. Okay. So me and Jack have got some new jobs to give out.
3: Oh, God. Have we? Where's the Yeah, yeah. come on, you two. What? Has he put them on WhatsApp? Yeah. No, they're on the yeah. email.
2: Uh. And seeing as I need to go for a wee, I'm giving out our first job which is Chief Toilet Cleaner, and that's going to gym
3: Jim, <laughs> I ain't got them. I ain't got these. Oh, am uh, I going to have to do,
2: am I gonna right, have to do gonna them, them all? I'm going to give you... do them all. The, um, we know that the catering hub and the canteen is quite a busy place, but recently the drinks has been brought to our attention, that there's not enough drinks on choice. Um, so we've brought in a rep to head up an old-fashioned drink called Sonny D and um, that rep is Shazza D <laughs> what Shazza D is our Sunny Delight rep
5: what the
3: fuck what does she do she just brings Sunny D
2: yeah she's the rep for Sunny D Shazza D to the studio Shazza yeah D. so you'd be like so Shazza what does she do she brings Sunny D in hi I'm Shazza D I work for Sonny <laughs> D I'm Shazza <laughs> I changed my name to D yeah it's a, I mean it's a very respectable job she she's on six figures oof. Okay.
4: oof right another one for you Jack Trish Edwards Trish Edwards I've got it right Trish Edwards oh he's back you know you need back right gate, no I've got one, a proper one for it you know we you get films and you put them up on the sides of buses the posters yeah Trish Edwards head of posters <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then Head of posters, take it. Take the,
2: it, it's a good job. This is a big one, and we've been on and ahhing about whether we can do it for a while, whether we can facilitate this job. Um, but basically, we're having a lot of parties, um, we're having a lot of premieres, we're doing a lot of in-house stuff, and the canteen and what we've got in the offices just really isn't cutting it. Um, so we've decided to open our own nightclub, and we're calling our nightclub Heaven and Hell, and our general manager <laughs> is Courtney Angel. I
3: like it. I like it. I like
2: it. Go for a piss. <laughs> if you want to join us on Patreon and get your name read out next week, it's really easy to do so. Simply head on over to wwwpatreoncom dot com forward slash South for think Cinema Club. Gonna join anymore? to <laughs> be like, oh, I'm going to get shit. Done. <laughs> what I love is when people write in with their jobs. Yeah, I'm gonna say good night and leave Jack and Ben to tell you what Patreon's all about. You've just done it. He's just done it. He, d- he needs a week. Right, Coulson's gone.
4: Join us next week. Bye.
3: Bye.
1: <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods